Welcome to the Planet Laundry Podcast. In this edition of the podcast, we chat with Coin Laundry Association President and CEO Brian Wallace, who shares what he views as the five leading trends reshaping today's laundromat industry. Wallace discusses the explosive growth of the wash dry fold, home delivery, and commercial account sectors, as well as the ways in which technology has permeated nearly every aspect of laundromat management. He also shines a light on the industry's new breed of investor, the growing amount of information inundating today's store owners, and the fact that the laundry business is changing at a faster pace than ever before in its history. The Planet Laundry Podcast is brought to you by Planet Laundry, the magazine of the Coin Laundry Association. This is the Planet Laundry Podcast. My name is Bob Neiman, and I'm the editor of Planet Laundry Magazine. And today I'm with Coin Laundry Association President and CEO, Brian Wallace. Uh, hey, Brian, thanks for uh, being on the podcast today. Great to be with you as always, Bob. Looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, well, listen, you know, we just we just flipped the calendar to uh, to 2023, and I thought this would be a perfect time to kind of take stock of the laundromat industry, you know, maybe have you discuss where you see it headed. Personally, I have never seen more change in the business, you know, and change occurring more quickly than I have in recent years, nor have I ever seen more interest in laundries from various investors. So I guess given that, uh, now it's just a great opportunity to maybe look at some of the the trends that are impacting and maybe reshaping the laundromat industry. Yeah, absolutely, Bob. I mean, you know, you've got 20 years in the business. I've got 30 years in the business. You know, we've certainly seen a lot come and go uh, during that time. But yeah, I thought it was a good time to sort of, you know, take stock, take a reset, look at, you know, try to whittle it down to five uh, trends that are sort of reshaping the industry as we go into the new year. So I'm looking forward about uh, to uh, taking those on one by one and, you know, we'll let we'll see if uh, everyone else agrees with <laughs> with our list. I'm sure there's going to be some uh, differing opinions and things we didn't think of. Right. No, perfect. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think based on the uh, the wild success of the CLA's recent wash dry fold workshop, which was just this past fall, I think we can both agree that the full service sector of the industry is is certainly a bright spot and very much a trend. I mean, is that is that a fair assessment? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we've certainly put together the Wash Dry Fold Conference really as a reaction to the absolute boom in Wash Dry Fold delivery, commercial accounts, and, you know, sort of encompassing all these trends that certainly were well underway and certainly in a upward trajectory before the pandemic, but seemed to have picked up even more momentum, you know, through the pandemic and certainly coming out uh, the other side. And so, yeah, it is remarkable. It's it's sort of a combination of the traditional drop off, you know, having customers come in, drop off their laundry, the whole delivery piece, again, kind of this Ubering of your laundry has, has really taken hold. And in commercial accounts have always been a very reliable uh, sort of secret weapon for a lot of our members who have sort of learned how to navigate, you know, some of those opportunities. So, you know, I think it's a combination of the industry getting that much better at this type of work, uh, particularly when it comes to both the marketing of the service, as well as from the operational standpoint, being able to execute on that. And I think that it's a little bit of a chicken or the egg, but the, the public demand, you know, people understanding that now this is an opportunity that you can send out your laundry. And if you do just a little bit of back of the envelope math, you start to look at every, you know, 1% 
of U.S. households decides to outsource their laundry, even occasionally, it, it adds up to hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars in revenue. So, you know, all that being said, it's not easy to execute it, to a certain respect. It's sort of the antithesis of self-service laundry, meaning, you know, the sort of the simplicity and the straightforward nature of self-service laundry, uh, certainly doing any of those wash, dry, full delivery or commercial accounts is really like sort of creating another business that is uh, as hands-on and as complex, you know, in in reverse fashion to the, you know, the self-service business, which can be so, you know, easy and straightforward. So, yeah, the wash, dry, full boom is definitely on my top five list. And I think we've uh, just scratched the surface and Certainly at the association, we're putting together you know, more resources around this initiative and certainly look forward to having our second installment of the conference later here in 2023. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, as, as you say, Brian, uh, a lot of this uh, has been with us all along, the wash, dry, fold, the drop off, wash, dry, fold, the commercial accounts. And it's, it's a wide spectrum and it's just kind of growing more so the whole full service offerings. And it, it, I guess in a way it enables operators to jump in wherever they feel comfortable and then kind of grow that aspect of their full service business from that point. You don't have to go in home delivery right off the bat. So I think that that flexibility is something that may be contributing to this boom as well. Well, I think, you know, one of the interesting things that I'm finding, almost like keeping a running list of different iterations of this trend, we've always found that with our members, you know, individual entrepreneurs that bring their own spin to the business. But, you know, from, from folks that are keeping it simple, for folks that are doing it in a more complex fashion, I just spoke to a new member last week that's looking at uh, building uh, sort of an offsite uh, production facility, so no laundromat at all in the mix. We I've talked to a member recently that uh, had sort of created a wash, dry, fold service and was using one of our member stores as a sort of proxy uh, you know, production facility. Uh, certainly, you and I have seen lots of examples among our members from folks that took self-service, then added drop-off, and then added delivery, then added commercial accounts, and graduated into, you know, building a full-blown, you know, commercial plant, you know, dealing not just with customer-owned goods, but linen rentals and uniforms and all the rest of it. So I think one of the themes as we look at the reshaping of the industry is I feel like all the some of these traditional lines, uh, you know, between the segments are blurring. Uh, more and more often. And uh, you mentioned our Wash Dry Fold conference earlier, which we brought in the Dry Cleaning and Laundry Institute as a collaborator. Uh, we spent a lot of time with those dry cleaners there. So, you know, it's just the lines are blurring. It's all about garment and textile care. And there's any number of ways that folks can attack that opportunity uh, from the simple to the complex, from the hands-on to the hands-off. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I think uh, dovetailing nicely from this first huge trend of full service laundry and uh, wash dry boom is maybe a second trend that's maybe helping that boom possible. And that's basically technology, right? I mean, technology uh, is everywhere and it's changing so quickly. Well, you've reported a lot on this over the last decade or so. You know, we certainly remember when even the the whisper of high tech laundromat was sort of a you know kind of a chuckle or an oxymoron like oh sure high tech laundromat but you know what have we seen in the last decade you know we've seen you know rapid advancements uh, in the machine controls uh, we've seen obviously dozens of options when it comes to additional ways to take payments uh, we certainly have seen 
the articles of years ago about, well, should you really have a camera system or not, to it being commonplace and people being able to remotely monitor their businesses, both from having a visual, but also you know, seeing the data you know, come through on a minute by minute basis. So I think you know, just like every other industry under the sun has been disrupted by technology, uh, it's certainly been our turn here of late. And I think it has, again, you know, maybe pushed some out of their comfort zone uh, or some wishing for simpler days, but others have embraced it head on and have looked for ways to leverage that technology to improve their operations and grow their business. And I do think it's been one of those things that maybe uh, one that didn't quite make my cutoff uh, for today's conversation is this trend toward multiple store operation and, and scaling you know, you, if, if not for the technology that we've seen uh, brought to market recently, I don't think we would see the, the massive uh, you know, conversion from single mom and pop operator to multi-store management uh, that we've seen. So, so I think, you know, in an ideal situation, the uh, advent of the technology, the implementation of the technology, you know, serves to you know, not only enhance the consumer experience, right, uh, mm-hmm. but also bring right. the business owner some economy of scale, some streamlining of operations, some improvement to what they're doing to take care of customers. So I think we've seen that come up over and over again, and we don't have to look too far back uh, to the clean show in 2022. One of the other highlights is, you know, we just saw, you know, literal, literal acres of new technology in the laundry business that, again, at times could be overwhelming, but I think what we're hearing from our members is just you know, sort of taking one step at a time, really looking at the things that can have an immediate impact and uh, support an ROI. You know, I think that, you know, as we look forward, you know, there's no way to think anything other than uh, more and more technology coming our way to solve problems, to uh, streamline operations. And hopefully this all ends up with you creating a better wash day for the end consumer. Right. Right. Well, in your mind, what what are the leading uh, technological disruptors in the industry right now? Yeah, I think you have a few favorites. Well, I mean, you know, favorite or not, I mean, I I think it's I think these are the pretty obvious ones. I I think the ability to remotely monitor the business, uh, I won't go so far as well. Some might go as far as saying remotely manage the business. But uh, as you know, I'm, I'm a believer that this is not an absentee or passive uh, endeavor, but certainly there are technologies related to being able to glance at your phone and see if the attendant showed up, being able to you know, monitor activity, being able to see uh, diagnostic reports on machines that might be having a service issue. So I think that whole ability to look into the laundromat, you know, from home, from your vehicle, from another store, is definitely one of the you know disrupting uh, trends that even for a for a single store operator. I think has uh, brought about an enhanced experience. If we you know, look at our most recent industry survey uh, from last year, you know, we saw that the number of quarter-only stores, in other words, stores accepting quarters as the only form of payment, uh, dropped to about 40%. So you know, that's been a precipitous drop in recent years. Uh, that doesn't mean the quarters are, are going away. What it means is that more of our members are accepting multiple forms of payment. And, you know, that gets into the mobile payments, that gets into debit card, credit card, and some of the other technologies that have come on board. So I think that's definitely a disruptor, you know, for the business. Again, you know, providing some convenience to the customer, you're providing a little bit more insight 
and tracking ability, uh, depending on the system for the business owner. So I think remote monitoring payments, and let's not forget, you know, fundamentally, you know, technology has really driven the improved efficiency of equipment uh, mm-hmm. over the last Absolutely. five or 10 years. So, you know, it all kind of, in my mind, kind of goes back to that expense ratio for utilities and the days of, you know, 30 to 35 percent uh, down to 25 percent. And some of the folks you talk to every month uh, for the magazine, even with these crazy utility prices these days, you know, seeing people operating at 15 percent. I mean, that's I mean, that's a revolution, right, because that goes directly to the bottom line. So if I had to pick three, it'd be payments, remote monitoring and the high efficiency nature of the equipment that we're using every day in the laundromats. Very good. Well, well, technology is clearly changing the industry uh, faster than ever before. In some ways, it's also changing the type of laundry investor and operator, because I'm sure you're seeing a third trend, possibly, of a new type of investor who's looking to open laundries and get into the business. Well, absolutely. I mean, we've always, uh, I think, gone out of our way to try to uh, help first-time laundromat owners uh, get acclimated. We've always felt that people are coming to our business, they ought to be educated and uh, go into it eyes wide open with the best information and resources available. Some, I think, might misconstrue that as us recruiting people into the industry. Look, the interest is there. And so I think, you know, uh, part of our mission is to educate, and that certainly goes to the first-time laundromat owner. You know, we know that that word investor is used quite often and is somewhat I don't want to say controversial, but something something that it sort of lends its uh, connotation to the you know a passive uh, you know I'm investing in something and it's going to uh, grow in value. Uh, but all that being said, I you know I can't help but notice the amount of interest you know both in sort of as you said earlier volume of interest you know phones literally uh, and figuratively ringing off the hook here. But also, you know, talking to different types of investors that are a little bit different from uh, the folks uh, to whom we've, you know, ha- had these conversations in, in the past. And so I, I get a couple different uh, views of that, Bob. I, I, you know, we have, as you know, a, a free monthly webinar uh, for potential laundromat owners. And you can just tell from the questions that are coming up and the, you know, sort of the depth of uh, research that's already gone into their potential endeavor in the laundromat business, that definitely stands out. I take those phone calls on a regular basis. You know, we have a, a call that I do with every first-time member of Coin Laundry Association. And increasingly, these are first-time laundromat owners. And, you know, we're hearing from people that have a lot more business experience than maybe what I've noticed in the past. Stronger balance sheets in terms of their financial wherewithal. Certainly coming in more often with an interest in uh, sort of fast forwarding into that multiple store management. And, and I guess on the other, you know, you know, extreme is, you know, private equity, you know, larger investment organizations that have consolidated in other industries looking at our business uh, today. And, you know, I, I think for some reason, you know, I, I think it's a perceived simplicity, but you know that laundromats have always been on it seems to me always been on a new investor's uh, sort of short list. So I'm going to look at uh, car washes or I'm going to look at self-storage uh, and laundromats always seem to be on that list. How many times in our coming and going, you mentioned what industry we're in. And, oh, I've always thought about doing a laundromat. <laughs> right. So right. when we look at, there's always been that interest that's you know, been persistent. I, I think that there is a, a larger entrepreneurial trend period. I, I think more 
people are looking to be entrepreneurs in one form or fashion. And so naturally, we're going to see that uh, interest uh, permeate uh, into the laundromat industry. I think that the, you know, the, the reputation as being uh, recession resistant is another thing that spurred a lot of interest coming out of the 2008-2009 recession. And while I don't think any of our members would claim to be pandemic proof and would have no interest in repeating that experience, all the same, our industry performed very well compared to just about anything else uh, during the pandemic period, being deemed an essential business. And I, you know, we've heard from restaurateurs and, and, and other people that were in industries that were you know, greatly impacted. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if we're going to diversify, if we're going to look at other small business opportunities, you know, laundromats is something that we ought to be looking into. So the interest is there. And, you know, as all of our uh, listeners and readers know, it's not as easy as it might seem from the outside. And we do our best to try to give people a level-headed look at the business. But the interest is definitely there. And we know that the valuations for existing laundries has generally been going up. We know that there's a scarcity of inventory in a lot of these markets. And uh, it'll be really interesting to see how many of these folks will actually be able to persist and get it across the finish line and become first-time laundromat owners. Right. Very good. Right. Well, thus far, we've discussed the growth of uh, the full-service laundry segment, the pace of technology, and how that's impacting the business and the scalability and the management. Now, just the, the, the maybe the changing face of today's laundry in- investors or laundry entrepreneurs, just the growth of that. What else is on your radar, Brian? Well, the fourth trend that I jotted down was, how did I put it here? More challenging signal to noise ratio. So, you know, really that's referring to, you know, there's the increasing volume and conversation about our industry right now. And I think that is part of this new investor interest. You know, so there's just a lot more resources, folks talking about the industry, people providing uh, information, uh, consultation. And I think on par, uh, that's been very positive. You know, the more voices out there, the better, uh, the more perspectives that we can all access, the better. But I also think that there's a potential challenge there too. And again, kind of separating the wheat from the chaff, the signal to the noise when it comes to trying to identify, you know, the information that can best help people. So whether that's a new investor trying to find their way or an existing operator in that constant pursuit of trying to improve operations. So I think, you know, this, you know, almost cacophony of conversation around the laundromat business is one that, you know, again, has a lot of upside to it. But I think one of the, you know, cautionary elements of it is, you know, trying to really understand, you know, which of these resources are credible, are accurate, are authoritative. I guess we could empty the uh, thesaurus there, but you get the point. It's, you know, how do we really understand the best way to have vetted information that we can act upon? And so that you can imagine that's one of the things we're focused on here at the association is uh, being really clear about uh, where we're coming from, making sure that we can uh, continue to position ourselves as an, a vetted, authoritative, curated uh, source of information about the industry and you know, really make sure that you know, people have a reliable resource, a source of truth that they can go to when it comes to operating the business. So like I said, I, I think overall, it's been very, very positive. You know, it's a lot of our friends, people that you've uh, covered in the magazine over the years that, that have added to these new voices. It's nice to have an actual list of independent consultants that are available. That's something that you know, we've been asked about 
for years and, and there really was always a pretty uh, sparse list. So I, th- I think there, there's more resources than ever. There's more training available. There's more conversation happening. And again, I, I think that is very, very positive for the business. But I just think that as we go into the new year, let's also think about you know, separating that, you know, that best information from the also ran information and just making sure that when people open Planet Laundry or, or give a call to the association, they know that there's some you know, really vetted 60 plus years experience in the business that we can bring to bear. You know, as you have done at the magazine and we've done with our educational programming, a lot of those new voices we're bringing to you, you know, as panelists, as speakers, as columnists. So, you know, we want to make sure that we're also uh, setting our table with fresh ideas, the people that are really adding positively to the conversation. And we're going to continue to do that. And, and I know that I can speak for you <laughs> in saying that if you've got a fresh perspective, uh, you, you've got some things to say about the industry, we'd love to hear from you, uh, whether it's on the Planet Laundry side or the association side, because we want to push our industry forward. And like anything else, it's a balance between sort of the, uh, the tried and true uh, and the veteran perspective leading up with the cutting edge, the new ideas, the new technology, and the disruptors. And I think that combination is something that's going to push the industry forward and and push the association forum at at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and you're right. I mean, with so much information out there, it can be at times overwhelming to maybe industry newcomers. And you use the term uh, vetting several times. How would you suggest a a potential investor or entrepreneur or a, a new store owner best vet some of the advice that's uh, coming their way nonstop these days? Yeah, I think it's just uh, doing your homework, right? It's doing your homework. I think it's uh, collecting uh, multiple perspectives and and looking for a consensus uh, around certain ideas or or, um, advice given. You know, part of the advice that's always been valuable, I think, uh, that we've given to new investors who are looking, let's, let's say, for commercial laundry equipment, you know, you know, reach out to all four or five, six distributors in your market. You know, have those four or five, six conversations. You know, compare, contrast, ask the questions that you want to have answered. And so I just think that, I think maybe the bottom line to this is really there's no shortcuts. There's more out there. There's more that can help you. But the more you do your research, do your homework, check the sources, uh, try to corroborate the information that you're given. Don't take just one source, whether it's me or anyone else you know, really get out there and take a deep dive. Because at the end of the day, what we're really talking about is trying to you know, mitigate risk and make sure any investment you make in the business is one that has the best possible shot at coming through and, and being successful. And I think the more voices you hear from, the more information you can gather, the better ultimately that decision uh, will be. But don't forget to check the source and, uh, you know, that little extra homework can go a long way. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I, th- I think perhaps a, a fifth and, and final trend, one that I, I think seems to encompass at least part of the all the others that we've discussed, is the simple fact that the only constant uh, in the laundry business right now is change. I think you agree with that. I mean, is, is that good or bad? It's probably a little of both, but I think that might be a fifth trend. Yeah, well, certainly. Yeah, only only constant is change. And, you know, that's certainly not unique to the laundromat business, but I think we've sort of had a reputation as an industry of being marked by, you know, slow, steady, consistent, reliable, predictable, uh, again, emptying out the, th- uh, the source there. But, you know, th- that's sort of been our you know, superpower, 
really, you know, as a, as a retail service business, it just had that consistency. And I think that, you know, change uh, is something that, you know, we hadn't seen as much of or certainly not at the same pace. And so if we look at self-service versus full service, if we look at new technology coming into the laundromat, if we can look at new interest from new investors with interesting backgrounds, if we look at new voices out there talking about our industry and, and offering assistance, it all, it all just means more change. And I think that it's something that we ought to be expecting. I don't think anyone can predict precisely you know, the zigs and zags that are going to be coming uh, ahead of us, but I think we better get used to a more rapid you know, set of changes, more of those lines blurring. Uh, but I think one of the things that I always use as a touchstone in, in all these conversations uh, gets back to demand. Do people want or need our services? And I think that that's a very positive consideration these days. Uh, if you go back to those fundamentals, demographics, more people, more dirty clothes, uh, more renter-occupied households, both as a percentage and as a real number of households. If you look at the number of families that are in that low to mid socioeconomic uh, category that, again, both as a percentage and as a raw number continues to grow. If you look at the quality uh, improvements, the dramatic, again, didn't quite make my top five, but we could really have talked even more about how the average laundromat facility has improved significantly in terms of how well they take care of uh, customers. And so that in itself has drawn more people out of apartment buildings or out of other places where they're doing their laundry to use a uh, self-service laundromat or professional uh, laundry care center is more are calling it these days. So, you know, we, when you look at the fundamentals, I think they're really positive when it comes to our future. And so, yes, it may feel like a, a whirlwind of change and so many things happening out there. I made up you know, I've made another couple things on my list here. You know, the models are changing, right? So whether that is our, our readers and, and members as owner operators, that model has changed quite a bit in terms of multi-store and uh, people operating in multiple states and, you know, different uh, configurations of, of their teams to, you know, changes that have been happening in the distribution model and consolidation. Uh, we talked earlier about technology, the advent of franchises. Now we've got uh, three, four franchises active in the industry. So these are all things that I think are signs of a healthy industry, a sign of demand for our services, I think a sign of people wanting to grow in their entrepreneurship in the industry. So I think it's uh, ultimately very, very challenging. And I saw this uh, quote at a presentation uh, last year. It was attributed to Matthew Bishop. Uh, but it really got me thinking, the pace of change will never be as slow as it is today. You know, so when we, so we look at all these things here and you say, wow, that's just going at a, at a great pace. Well, if, if uh, history is any indication, it's only going to accelerate as we, as we go forward. But again, I, I, I choose to view that as a, a positive for our industry it means things are happening, things are improving. And uh, everyone better get with it because it's not going anywhere. Change is here to stay. <laughs> right, let's leave it right there. Hey, Brian, great, uh, great information, great list. Any parting shots? I'll give you the last word. Well, you know that you know part of being here for three decades and getting a, a chance to work with laundromat owners day in and day out and talking with new investors. I just, I just uh, remain inspired by 
the entrepreneurial nature of our business, people working incredibly hard, people innovating, pushing boundaries and growing businesses. And, you know, really, I think more than ever, putting the consumer, putting the customer at the center of the conversation. So, you know, that among all the things we just talked about, I think the, the level of care being expressed to the end customer, we hadn't even talked about the Laundry Cares Foundation and the work that we're doing really directly and deliberately uh, to try to lift up the communities that we serve. But I think the fact that we're more focused on the customer than ever uh, really bodes well for the industry. And these are just a number of trends that are reshaping the industry, but it starts with taking care of that chore, that, that unliked, unwanted chore, is there a way to upcycle that experience? Is there a way to make it more pleasant, if not enjoyable, uh, but certainly at least pleasant or uh, hassle-free? I think that focus on the customer is something that's going to lead us well into the next uh, five years, 10 years and beyond. So uh, good days ahead for the industry. Appreciate uh, being able to spend some time with you today, being able to talk about some of those uh, big picture trends that are going to lead us into the new year. Absolutely. Brian, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Bob. You bet. Thanks for joining us on our podcast today. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe to Planet Laundry at planetlaundry.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube.